We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Kyle Madsen. I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Uh, Not solo today. Chris is back. Not back. Currently a resident of Minnesota, of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hey, man. Hey, man. They're uh, got to Minneapolis today, and they're Minneapolis. Did you just say Minneapolis? Minneapolis. Minneapolis? Mini. Min- in Minneapolis, Minnesota today. <laughs> um, as I arrive at my undisclosed location in downtown, um, there are a lot of people walking around and talk to my Lyft driver. And he's like, and I asked him if this was like unseasonably warm. He's like, oh, yeah, this is like summertime. Um, and it's beautiful out. The sun's shining. Uh, and apparently it's it's cold in, in Minnesota. Who would who would have thought during during the what? wintertime? But they're celebrating like it's summer, and uh, it's forty-seven degrees. So shout out to the shout out to the people here in Minnesota who have to who really go through it in the winters and get get a chance to celebrate forty-seven degree weather. Um, when it's forty-seven here, I'm like, I'm not not go outside today. <laughs> it's hoodie and jacket weather. <laughs> but do you know why I do go outside when it's forty-seven, Chris? Hmm. Because I have a lamb chops hoodie on. And our friends at Lamb Chops are the official clothing brand of Candlestick Chronicles. Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but there's a, a per source, a well-placed source, a league source. There may be merch coming. From might Lamb be merch coming. We've, uh, yeah, that's might may or may not be in the works. Cannot confirm nor deny. I mm. actually have. I actually had a new Lamb Chops hoodie delivered to my house today oh the irony um, while i'm away um but i i it's i love my ash gray hoodie so much that i got another one only i got black on black because mm. um, if you if you ever seen me dress you know i do wear a, a lot of black uh so excited to add that to the repertoire of course because it's super comfortable the fit is perfect mm-hmm. it's warm it's cozy it's everything you could possibly want in a hoodie so uh I, my, my first one was so good i had to get a second Take our word for it, but also try it for yourself. Go to sglambchops.com, grab a hoodie, use promo code CANDLESTICK20 when you check out, and get 20% off that hoodie. 
or shorts or sweatpants or t-shirt, whatever, whatever you're feeling, uh, Lamb Chops has got it for you. It's going to be high quality. It's going to be comfortable. And uh, you're going to look dope too, which is the most important thing. Promo code Candlestick20 at sglambchops.com. Join the herd today. <clears throat> We're also sponsored by Cooper's Brewing, the maker of Candlestick Chronicles Hazy IPA. You can get some at coopersbrewing.com. I actually think they're sold out at the moment, but never fear because every single beer they make is delicious. Get yourself a case of something that looks good. Maybe you can't decide. Maybe you're like, man, Kyle, a bunch of these look good. You say they're all, you say they're all delicious. I don't want just one. That's great. You can get a mix and match case. You can get six different four packs and they'll send it right to your front door. Uh, if you're 21 and over and in the state of California, the best way to acquire beer, you sign for it and you got 24 beers in your fridge. It's the best. And it all tastes good. They have a little bit of everything. Obviously, we love them for the Candlestick Chronicles Hazy IPA, which might not be coming out until next football season or potentially the start of training camp. We will see. Stay locked um, in to but, find out. But they have a double dry hopped keg slayer uh, four pack that you can get right now or a case. They have the Kurt Pale Ale, which I've actually seen at Oracle Park where the uh, the Giants of San Francisco play play some baseball now and again um they have dollar dollar pills y'all uh the copper clocks california common four pack that sounds interesting a california common brew with john aaron's i don't know what that is it's something um we will find out and get back to you guys they have the granddaddy turp west coast double ipa the succulent fantasy hazy double ipa four pack um it's all delicious it's your favorite brewer's favorite brewery and uh, we we cannot thank Cooperage enough for their partnership over the years. And the beer stands up to anything. So Absolutely. shout out to Cooperage. Get yours, cooperagebrewing.com, or visit the brewery in Santa Rosa. Great beer, great vibes, and always a great food truck out there as well. Uh, we love Cooperage, and we know you will too. All right, let's uh, talk about an array of 49ers things. Let's dive in. Hey, this is George Kittle, and you're listening to Candlestick Chronicles. Kittle in Denver territory! Kittle is gonna go! Touchdown! Bosa's well, got him in a second back inside the 30-yard line. Nick Bosa drops Aaron Rodgers for a 13-yard loss. Right, the first thing I want to get to, Chris, because I promised the people this in a solo podcast earlier this week, I talked about Juwan Jennings, and I just kind of mm-hmm. laid out the options of, you know, they can non-tender him, all the different tender options, or there's the extension option, which John Lynch at the NFL Combine, when he spoke, said that that's kind of the route they would want to go, but if they have to do the restricted free agent tender thing, they will. They want to keep Juwan Jennings around. That makes a ton of sense, especially when you kind of take a deep look at their receiver death chart outside of Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. There's not, there's not a lot there unless you're super high on, on Ronnie Bell, which, which I think he's still TBD given how, how light his role was in his rookie year. However, and this is what I want to run by you. I can't quite put my finger on where I'd value Juwan Jennings in like the wide receiver contract scale because the 49ers can't really break the bank for a third receiver. And I don't necessarily think Jennings is going to go get 12 or 15 million a year or anything crazy like that. But I don't think it's absurd. If, 
if he goes and and wants something like the three year twenty four million dollar range. Yeah, I would agree. And and look, when you look at the cap spike, I guess we can call it a cap spike. The cap it's increasing the biggest one ever. Yeah, the cap increasing by thirty million this off season. Um, one of the first places you go to, obviously is Brandon Ayuk and what that could potentially mean for him. Um, but for me, I think it the the next place you go to is is along the margins. And to me, Jawan Jennings is on the margins, right? Like that is that is a move. He's not a star player, um, but he's he's a very valuable player, which he proved to be in the Super Bowl. And you know, that's somebody that I could, you know, on the open market, like what Kedrick Borden get? He got three years and twenty four. Um, am I making that up? Let me let me confirm well, that. I didn't have it ready. I'll have it momentarily. Continue your point. But typically, like that's a lot. What Kendrick Bourne got is kind of what I think Juwan get Jennings would get if he were to reach the open market. He got three and fifteen. Oh, so okay. With five so and a quarter guaranteed. So say with the inflation of the new cap, the equivalent of that is three and twenty three three and 24 something like that yeah um i kind of think that's worth it to the 49ers because i think his value is apparent both i mean for for a lot of different reasons but in the running game he's a hellacious blocker right like he Mm -hmm. he embodies the toughness and the tenacity that they want to have as an offense um he's a really really good secondary weapon and i don't mean secondary weapon in terms of like somebody who's the number two option i mean secondary weapon when defenses are focused on brandon Ayuk, debo samuel christian mccaffrey and george kittle mm-hmm. right and that's that's probably why juan jennings had such a big game in the super bowl right so to me yeah. in any given day juan jennings could lead the 49ers in targets or catches um, because defenses are so worried about the other skill guys. And given how good of a blocker he is in the running game, I think that just makes him a really well-rounded, valuable player. And, you know, that's probably worth cashing out somebody like that for for $8 million a year, right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't I, totally I don't think agree. that's unreasonable in a world where the salary cap is going up by $30 million. Um, yeah. so that's, that's one of the things that changes. Like when the cap goes up that much, you start to think, okay, maybe they can retain a guy like that on mm-hmm. an extension beyond just tendering him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think bringing back Juwan Jennings makes a lot of sense and look, you know, beyond 2024, and we've talked about this, like Debo Samuel's really expensive. Now I think Brandon Ayuk's probably going to resign or sign an extension with the 49ers this off season that shrinks his cap number from his fifth year option to from 14 to something smaller, right? He Mm. might, instead of a $14 million cap hit with the new extension, he might be around five or 6 million. But when you start to talk about 2025 and Debo Samuel being approaching the last year of his extension and Brandon Ayuk's new money kicking in, you might feel a lot better if you have to trade Debo Samuel if you already have Juwan Jennings in tow. That's a great point. Right. Yeah. So uh, looking the what the 49ers typically like to do is is you know everything is within a 3-year plan. So mm-hmm. bringing back Juwan Jennings on an extension that falls into the 3-year plan in the sense of we might ha- not have Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel within those 3 years. So mm-hmm. we'd feel a hell of a lot better having Juwan Jennings as our potential number two receiver while we replenish the wide receiving room 
if right. we have to lose one of those if we have to lose one of those high price guys yeah so that to me is why is why bringing back Jennings makes a ton of sense for the 49ers yeah and he's just I feel like he's a tone setter for them in a way that they don't really have down the receiving core absolutely he's, he's unafraid really player yeah yeah he's just unafraid he's not going to be a dude that I mean, maybe if he went to a team where he was like the number one or number two option, he's not going to be a thousand yard receiver, but he's going to be somebody who will make 10 super important catches throughout a year and then block his face off like throughout the season. So, yep, no doubt. I'm in on the idea. So let's stick with the receiving room. And John Lynch at the combine also said that Brandon Ayuk is a player, one of his favorite players in the building. And he's the kind of player that they want to keep around, et cetera, et cetera. It's really it. The DeForest Buckner trade has scarred everyone. It feels like because <laughs> every time the Niners are like, yeah, we like a player. People are like, yeah, they liked Buckner. And I think it's just, there's, I, I, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before, how different those situations are. But I, I really do think that the 49ers, unless Brandon Ayuk wants you know, Tyree kill money or top three wide receiver money. I really think the 49ers are going to do everything they can to try and keep him in the building. And I'm very much taking what John Lynch said at, at face value there. Yeah. Um, as an aside, it is funny that as scarring as the Buckner trade might be, the Buckner trade is ultimately what let, what allowed the 49ers to draft Brandon Ayuk in the first place. In essence, yeah. like, yeah, partially kinda, because yeah, they, they, they get back. Yeah. yeah they get the pick what was it 13 from the colts yeah and then move back one spot get some day three picks use those day three picks to trade up back in round one with their second pick and then move up to get Ayuk. they jump the packers yeah right so <laughs> as scarring as the buckner trade um ended up being it it did land them brandon Ayuk, which mm-hmm. i think in a one for one is not is not a terrible uh, is not a terrible outcome for the 49ers. But um, that aside, yeah, it's different because, um, you know, the 49ers had other guys to sign. This isn't this isn't Brandon Ayuk or other free agents. This is just ensuring yeah. that you keep one of your core young guys around for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm expecting a deal to get done this offseason. I know other people have talked about, well, he, he could just play out his fifth-year option hit free agency. Like no, he was he was eligible for an extension before, like after his third season, he was eligible yeah. for an extension last off season. So he already right. did the thing where it was no, I'm going to take a leap of faith and play without long term security. Um, entering you know the fourth year of his rookie contract had the four, after the 49ers did pick up his fifth year option. Yeah, he bet so on himself I, and won. He bet on himself and won for sure. And he's not yeah. going to do that again. That's what last year was. Um, <laughs> he's not going to double down? No, he's not going to do that again. Because <laughs> un, un, like, if he did, he would need to have you know an 1,800-yard season for it to like really make sense for him to do that. Right. Right. Um, I'm, I'm expecting this deal to get done. I, I think it's, it could look a lot like the Nick Bosa, Debo Samuel, George Kittle situations where it got kind of tenuous and negotiations got heated Mm -hmm. and he missed time during the off season program. And, um, you know, there were reports coming out after the fact that, you know, there was, there were certain sticking points in the contract that were really important. Like 
that stuff happens and it's dramatic and it's stressful for both sides. Um, and it could linger into the season, like Nick Bose has talked about mm-hmm. when you know he held out in his training camp um before he signed his new deal and ultimately didn't have as productive of a season from a sack perspective um as he did in years past. But the 49ers are good at getting these deals done. Um, they're really difficult to get done. It's probably the most stressful part of the job for Paragmarate and um, Jed York and John Lynch in the sense that like you have a guy, a known quantity who you want to keep in the building and you know it's going to be really difficult from a financial perspective to make everything work. Mm-hmm. But Brandon Ayuk is the type of player and he plays a position um, that makes it worth it to get that deal done with him, not to mention his value to Brock Purdy. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that's that's Brock Purdy's guy. Ayuk likes Purdy. Like it's, you know, if you're if you're if your organizational bet is entirely hinged on Brock Purdy's development, mm-hmm. you keep Brandon Ayuk around. That's yes. That's that's it, man. And that's where I'm going to I'm going to bring up the Buckner thing a lot because it continues to get brought up every time the 49ers have a player eligible for an extension, even though they've only done that once and they've extended everybody else. Mm-hmm. But that's such a key point here because Debo Samuel is as good as he's been. He's also been, I don't want to say necessarily injury prone, but his play style could lead to injury injury susceptible injury susceptibility yeah Yeah. you have george kittle who's turning 31 this year you have christian mccaffrey who turns 29 this year is that right no i don't think he's that old 28 maybe turns 28 this year we'll look it up keep talking either way either way you you need a young offensive core that's going to grow with brock purdy and i i i just I think the 49ers looked at defensive tackle and went, okay, well, that's a position that we can pretty easily replicate um, or or at least get 70% of what DeForest Buckner was doing and then make up for the pass rush that you might lose with edge play or with Eric Armstead or or whatever it is. Like they thought, I I think they, it might've been a miscalculation, but I thought they could they could relatively easily make up for DeForest Buckner's absence. And I mean, you could kind of make the argument that they have. But with Brandon Ayuk, he is so damn good that I don't think you can make the argument that, oh yeah, just go draft a receiver in the in the first round this year and you'll be totally fine. I just don't I don't think that you can you can comfortably say that while also getting ready to potentially pay Brock Purdy upwards of $40 million. Yeah. I, I think you, you pay, you pay Brandon Ayuk now banking that he's going to help you continue to develop Brock Purdy. Also with the understanding that you're probably not going to have Debo Samuel, George Kittle mm-hmm. and, you know, Eric Armstead forever. And you like the next core, the next young wave of key players, Brandon Ayuk is a prominent member of that group. Mm-hmm. So you just, you just have to do that. Um, I would say, though, based on, you know, what you read and what you hear about this receiving class, the guys expected to go, I don't know, it's what, three or four of them in the top half of the first round are very, very, very highly thought of, like, mm-hmm. like Jamar Chase level, like could come in and just ball right away. Yeah. 
And if I'm the 49ers and someone does offer, I don't know, a top 15 pick and you have an opportunity to get one of those guys, Mm -hmm. then I do seriously consider the trade because if you could approximate Brandon Ayuk's, you know, if you can get 70% of Brandon Ayuk on a rookie contract and not have to pay him $25 million a year, then I would seriously consider that. But the other side of that coin is if you have a top 15 pick and you could draft one of those receivers, why on earth would you trade for Brandon Ayuk and and then have to pay him $25 million? Unless you just really, really wanted a veteran who had experience as opposed to one of these young guys. Yeah. So I don't know that there's, I think the 49ers asking price would be super high. And if it was just one pick, it would be, or if the package was centered around one pick, it would be a top, you know, top 12, top 15 pick. Right. At which point I don't see a team offering the 49ers that because they would just say, well, why would we go trade for a veteran wide receiver and pay him when we can get somebody who might be more talented in the long run, who's on a rookie contract now. So I don't, I I don't think that there's a, it doesn't seem like as of, you know, February 29th, that there's that an obvious trade that makes sense for the 49ers that allows them to remain as talented in the short term mm-hmm. um, sending sending Brandon Ayuk somewhere else because I think that you know the, the only reason you do it is if you can get one of these stud receivers and then you're just like yeah this guy's going to start and we're basically we feel like it's a wash from a production standpoint and we're just going to be younger and cheaper for a little bit longer Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see the 49ers getting that trade because if you have one of those picks, why would you do that? Like, why would you go get a veteran that's going to be expensive when you could just have one of these yeah, cheap young guys? Sense. It doesn't make sense. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Yo, it's your homies Kyle and Chris for Lamb Chops. SGLambchops.com is the website. They are the official clothing brand of Candlestick Chronicles. And follow them on Instagram at SGLambchops because they have some really cool looking stuff that your bland ass boy over here is not very good at styling on his own. 
And so I pop over to the Instagram. I see how other people are are dressing themselves in. Uh, maybe it's the maybe it's the wolf shorts or the lion shorts or maybe it's a pair of joggers or maybe it's the ash gray hoodie that you and I love so much. And I I base my outfits off of that, and it always makes me look dope, which is the single most important thing. And it's also comfortable. It's also high quality. Yeah. It's super yeah. stylish. They're conversation starters, honestly. They also have kids uh, kids sizes on here too. Yes, that and is everything's correct. unisex. Uh, yeah. We we should point out also. So, yeah. um, no matter if you're a man or woman, these clothes will look great on you, or a child, or a child. They have children's sizes and a lot of their stuff as well. Use promo code Candlestick20 today to get 20% off your order, or you can do it tomorrow or whenever. Candlestick20 is a promo code any day of the week to get 20% off your order from sglambchops.com. Shout out to them. We really appreciate their support, and uh, we would appreciate it if you support them by going to sglambchops.com and ordering some dope, comfortable, high-quality clothing. Join the herd today. Uh, Can I bitch about the combine for one second? Oh, sure, dude. That's like my favorite pastime. Okay. Not bitch about the combine. I just... (laughs) I can't believe that in 2024, the combine from a draft prospect perspective is anything more than just marveling at the peak of human athleticism. Yeah. Like Chop Robinson, this defensive end from Penn State, who Mel Kuyper mocked to the 49ers at number 31 in his second mock draft uh ran a 459 no excuse me a 44940 wow and he is the first only the second player I'm sorry and this is according to Rich Eisen second player in the last 20 combines to run sub 45 and broad jump at least 10 and a half feet after weighing in at 250 plus which is just bananas the yeah, only other player to do that in the last 20 combines is Vernon Davis, by the way. Um, but <laughs> that's amazing. But can he play football? And right. it's unbelievable that year in and year out, we get caught up in, wow, look at how high this guy jumped. Look how fast this guy ran, et cetera, et cetera. And just kind of overlooking whether he can actually play football. Like, man, he helped his draft stock with that workout. Like, Why? Like teams so, that have watched him are all of a sudden like, oh wait, he is fast. Yeah. I don't know. Here's my issue with the combine. Because I think the way it gets consumed is that it's you know, it's it's the football viewing audience's introduction to a lot of these players, right? Like unless you're like locked in to college football and the draft stuff during the season, this is like the introduction to this draft class for a lot of people. But it's not the introduction to this draft class to NFL teams, right? Like the, the NFL has been studying just about everybody in this draft class going on like two years now. Like as yes. soon as the draft yes. is done, personnel departments start compiling their scouting reports on next year's class, mm-hmm. right? Like after the draft is done in April, uh, it's in April this year, right? Yes. Draft. End of okay. April. After the draft is done, the Niners – personnel department is going to huddle together and then compile what they have on the 2025 class. So for, for somebody to have a crazy workout, 
and for to the idea that oh that's that's really going to improve this player's stock and change the way teams think about it. Yeah. I just think the combine does a disservice to how much work goes on behind the scenes bef- well before the combine. Yeah, right? like this-, this is essentially a job fair to where teams meet with these players and they say, "Hey, we've been watching you for 2 years." Uh, you know, please, please, if you work out, please confirm what we've seen on tape. Right. Or, you know, if you're, if you're slower or not as strong, like, why is that? Like really the, Mm -hmm. the most important part about the combine really is the, is the medical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Is everyone like everyone doing the, the medical examinations, teams gathering the medical, the latest medical information on everybody. Mm-hmm. that's eligible or that's at the combine like that is really the most important thing because to just assume that you know the first time an nfl team lays its eyes on a prospect is at the combine because he ran fast yeah just completely ignores all the work that's been done beforehand because you have area scouts who are in rental cars and driving from practice to practice yeah you know 350 days a year talking to strength coaches, talking to assistant coaches, talking to guidance counselors, learning everything they possibly can about these guys where they get to the combine and it's just sort of a consolidation of information. Like it's just an opportunity to, to kind of see everybody in one spot mm-hmm. and just sort of confirm what you already know. Or if there are changes, you know, figure out why those changes are happening in terms of how well or how poorly they're working out. Yeah, the draft so, the draft process for teams doesn't follow the draft the the same calendar as draft content on the internet. Exactly. It's yeah. very much not the case. I will say though, if there's some fringe like I, I think the real movement for for players at the combine is not necessarily I, I just I'll stick with Chop Robinson, the defensive end from Penn State, because he's we're already here. I don't think that he's all of a sudden going to be a top 10 pick because he ran super fast and jumped really, really far. I think he's going to go where, but if you're a, a receiver who is maybe a, a fringe day two guy early, late day two, early day three guy, and you run like hell and you jump super high, that might push you up into the end of day two where a team is more like, Oh, we really like his athleticism that didn't necessarily stick out on tape, but we like the idea. Um, and you, you maybe move up that way. That's where I think the actual movement happens, but we yeah. get so focused on the, on the first round guys. Cause they're the guys that, that most people know. Or there's the opposite that happens like DK Metcalf, mm. right? He runs yeah. like a completely absurd 40 time, like looks yeah. like he's made by, you know, Marvel comics and then, you know, slides down Can't to side by <laughs> then he then he moves to the back end of the second round. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it can cut both ways. I also think like technology overall has really impacted the combine negatively from the standpoint of like all these schools have tracking data now. Yes. So like you can the, like NFL teams can actually get tracking data reports on these players because they have the same sensors in their uniforms that NFL players have. And instead of being like, oh, he plays fast on tape, they actually get numbers and say, oh, this guy was running 22 miles an hour on his 70-yard touchdown that he scored. He's fast, 
right? And you right. don't need to see him. You don't need to see him run a forty-yard dash at the combine to confirm that he's fast because you already have that tracking data. There's Dre Greenlaw. So, right, exactly. So it's you know it's not it's not. I I just find like. And again, I'm not super locked into the combine right now for other work reasons, like following the Sacramento Kings around. But I, I, I just think it's, yeah, <laughs> I just think it's like, it's just funny that like, oh, this guy ran, he's he's going to go in the first round. That's a first round time. It's like uh, these these opinions have, <laughs> yeah, these opinions have been formed about this player well before he ran a tenth of a second faster than expected right yeah, like people exactly. know how fast this dude is or whether he was dealing with an injury and now he's healthy or whatever like it's the combine is is another checkpoint in gathering information but it's not the checkpoint that i yeah. think a lot of people have have made it out to be no doubt that's a good place to stop for today uh appreciate everybody for checking us out on youtube at youtube.com slash at candlestick chronicles podcast or just search candlestick chronicles on youtube we're also on twitter at candlecron that's candlecron no stick no ickles and of course wherever you get your podcast we're gonna be taking you through the off season as the 49ers try and gear up to make another uh, super bowl run uh, that's it that's all we got we'll talk to you guys next subscribe time. notification oh, yeah. bell like that, buttons all those thanks. things yeah i knew i was missing something good we we got to do the fancy like JTO Sullivan oh, animations yeah, yeah. like mid mid video like subscribe click here with like little moving words and all that. We'll, we'll get the intern done. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right, goodbye everybody. All right, yeah. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.